Welcome to the Live to Shoot podcast. My name is Jeff Dowdwell, and I've been a licensed firearm dealer for the last 14 years. In this podcast, we talk about all things related to the Second Amendment, as well as my phone a sports story or something going on in everyday politics or something going on in my life. So welcome, welcome, welcome. And what week it has been, or last few weeks anyway, just a little personal site. I injured my hamstring about three weeks ago, and I have been struggling with it. And for me, I am a big runner, and I run literally every day. And I'm scheduled to run in a half marathon on Sunday. I have not been able to run. I ran a little bit last Sunday. And then I got sick. I've been sick the last few days. And now an ice storm has rolled in and I can't get outside. So I have no idea what the result of this half marathon is going to be. I'm just going to try and finish this this weekend and see. I'd Hopefully I can run relatively pain-free. I don't know. But it has been a frustrating, frustrating week for me. And so... That's just a little bit what's going on. Like I said, there is ice. We have another, you know, ice storm come in. So this is the second one this year. You know, we had the big one last year, but nothing like those la- the one last year. They lasted just a couple of days. It started yesterday and will probably be gone by tomorrow with the way what temperatures are looking like. Big news is, is that Russia looks like they did start their invasion of Ukraine last night. Missiles and artillery fire and tanks moving in. And, you know, I'm not going to get into geopolitics or anything because it's really not my strong suit. I do know that I do not want the U.S. sending troops over to the Soviet Union. I don't think this is our fight. We don't need to be involved in this. This does us no good. I also don't think if we'd had another president in there that Putin would be doing this, but he knows that the U.S. isn't going to do anything in the form of sanctions or anything of that nature. He is obviously not afraid of Biden or any of us. And so I think, you know, if Trump had been in there, we wouldn't be having these conversations. And but those are, again, just, just my opinion. I think right now the position of the U.S. In the, on the world stage is significantly weakened. But, you know, that's what it is. That's what we wanted. We wanted to, we want to be the lapdog. We want everybody to like us. That is what people don't like about Trump is that he was, he sent out nasty tweets and he, you know, he stood up against the bullies. Well, now you see what happens when you don't stand up against bullies. But it does look like the Second Amendment is trying to move its way into to Ukraine. And again, I don't want to talk about Ukraine so much, but their parliament voted on Wednesday to significantly loosen gun control laws that they had to allow their citizens to begin to purchase and possess firearms for self-defense as the Russian troops are lining up on their border. And I think that it's it's curious. I wonder, and this is the one thing I've always wondered, is what would our lefties and um, gun control activists be saying if along the Canadian border, along the Mexican border, or out uh, on outside on the the Pacific Ocean, out just outside Los Angeles, maybe the Chinese uh, Navy all of a sudden positioned itself just at that, or the Chinese army was along the Mexican-California border and and assembling troops. What would they start saying about having armed citizens? And I think that is something that is often lost. We're, we keep talking about gun violence, but we don't know what it means to be have an armed citizenry. And in the Federalist 46, Madison so aptly said, that American ex- Americans possess the, quote, advantage of being armed, 
unlike almost every other nation, and our right to keep and bear arms coupled with the existence of political subdivisions can serve as a check on the out-of-control federal government. It forms, quote-unquote, forms a barrier against the enterprise of ambition more insurmountable than any which a simple government of any form can. So it does form a barrier. I, I think, you know, when you talk to people in other countries, they understand that America is different because of our armed citizenry. They don't understand it, I think, in a lot of cases, how, how we got here. But we got here because we had been subject to oppression, and we, we were not going to, to stand for it. Other people have have gotten used to it over the thousands of years of just having land taken from them over and over again. That was not going to be the U.S. way. And our, our forefathers knew it. They were getting away from it. They knew there was something better out there. And a part of that was that we had to maintain our right to protect and right to possess firearms. And they knew that that enemy could be foreign. It could be domestic. And that we could not infringe upon that because as soon as you infringed upon it, power-hungry a tyrant or tyrannical regime, as we have right now, would come in and take advantage of it. And, you know, Ukraine, while it's a little different, they are seeing that, hey, we need to have an armed citizenry. And it'll be interesting, you know, there's, yes, it's it's an ar- a citizen with an AK-47 alone is not going to be the be able to stop the Russian armory from moving in. But just as it said, there are some that are probably on list to be assassinated, to be imprisoned, and you have a right to try to defend yourself from from that enemy. And I'm sure if we were in the same position, everybody would be lining up to buy every single firearm. And they would be looking at those of people that in Texas that quote-unquote have those military-style rifles and might have a few of them, might have, well, let's say, eight or nine that they would originally, you know, in the paper would have called that an arsenal and, you know, a couple thousand rounds of ammunition as looking at them and saying, is that all we've got? I am your neighbor. Please help me. No. This is my, for me, you go buy your own. You should have had yours a long time ago. And that is, that is the way this would unfold. So, you know, we're going to sit back, watch what happens in Ukraine. We pray for the Ukrainians. I, I don't, I don't want to see a war go on. I don't, Russia is not our friend, but this should not be happening. We shouldn't have allowed this to happen, but we don't need to send our, our blood and our treasure over there to stop it. That is my opinion. We have to continue to, to, Stand up for our Second Amendment rights, and that's why a Texas primary is going on right now. Tuesday's the actual election. Early voting ends tomorrow, and other states are going to be following. And so get out and vote. Vote for those people that support the Second Amendment. But not only don't look just at that, that they support the Second Amendment. Look to see, because a lot claim they do, but look to see what their true actions have been in regards to other fundamental rights, such as religion, and how they saw the the uh, vaccine mandates play out and what their opinions on those were. Because if you, if you're to me, if you're going to say the government has the right to come in and force an injection upon you, eventually you're going to say the government has a right to come and take your firearms. If you start giving the government that power and you believe they have that power, you'll, you will give it up no matter what you think about the second amendment. So vote carefully, vote intelligently, be real well researched. Have a great weekend. Hope wherever you're listening to this, you are not iced in, and I hope you have a great time, and I will talk to you next week.